0: And I'll bet that they're being heard on every radio telescope on the entire Earth. I always wanted to be on the radio. Are you feeling by any chance like a goober? I know
1: you are, but what am I?
0: What does it look like I'm doing, picking goobers? Pardon me, did
1: I hear you say On the radio, he is introduced like this. Unique New York, you New York. Check it out. I
2: like living in New York City. The city that never sleeps I like living in the big Apple
1: with the lady of liberty.
2: that was a brand new song by musicita off of their brand new self-titled debut album this is their first album ever and I am now very happy to say I am actually here with Blanca Cecilia Gonzalez, and Jesse Elder of Musiquita. Welcome, guys. Thank you. Hola.
0: (laughs) So glad to be here.
2: First of all, I want to say congrats on the amazing new album.
0: Thank you so much. We're so excited.
2: So this is described as an unforgettable, colorful, over-the-top Spanish-English extravaganza for families. That's wordy, um, but it's accurate. Very accurate. I was listening to it. I would even say all ages, not just families. I do not have a family and I was bopping to the
1: tunes. <laughs> <Yay>! <laughs> Mission accomplished.
2: I think what I love most about this album is it really feels like we're all at your concert when we listen to it. The music feels very big and exciting. <laughs>
1: good, good. That's awesome. We were definitely going for a live feel. We didn't overthink it. We just got great musicians together, worked really hard on the arrangements, and we're giving the listeners what they would experience if they were at a show for
2: sure. Yeah, well, it feels like it for sure. So you're a husband and wife duo in New York. <laughs> this is the debut album of Musicita. Uh, What led you to creating this project?
0: Well, we started because we lost all of our work during the pandemic when it all the lockdown happened in New York City. Mm-hmm. And um, before the pandemic hit, um, we had a six, we had a four year old at the time, and we were We had just had a brand new baby, and then a week later, everything shut down. And I had been exposed to children's music through music together. And um, I went to do classes with my daughter and fell in love with it and ended up working with them for about a year. Then I got pregnant, had another baby. And um, long story short, all of our performing and freelancing work, you know, went on pause. And we started doing um, sing-along circles in our neighborhood. And that's how it was born.
1: And now fast forward, we actually pretty much have stopped doing a lot of the other work we used to do and are just focusing on this. And we have different events that we're doing every day. Literally every day, except for on a holiday, we'll be out there performing musicita for families or students or whatever. We just got back this morning from five Classes.
2: <laughs> so, wow!
1: Yeah, we just had a power salad, and here we are having some probiotic soda <laughs> and getting our energy back. <laughs> having a conversation yeah. with you.
2: <laughs> yeah, incredible! I, I applaud your skills at uh, your power skills. That's <laughs> after doing five classes, lot. you're on the radio now. That's that's a um, very busy day, but but definitely worthy with the project and the music that you're creating. Um, I can see why the entire world is clinging at your arms um, to get your attention, whether it's classes or our show. So thank you for doing all of them. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Oh,
2: <laughs> <laughs> when I was looking into your project, I thought it was really cool that you've got this amazing YouTube channel um, where you do all types of videos. My favorite was Baby Beluga because um, oh, nice. I I grew up with that song. I'm of that yeah. generation, of course. Yeah. So it's it's very cute, um, really brilliant cover. So Thanks. when you're writing songs yourselves, where do the ideas come from? From parenting.
1: Yeah, mostly. <laughs> mostly like for Blanca, we're, we're very different. I, I tend to shut myself... Uh, in the studio alone to write music, and I sit down at the piano, or maybe I'm just walking. But it's sort of like a solitary thing, and I'll get I'll get the seed of an idea. And then share it with her and we'll get excited about it and start forming the, the structure of the tune. And especially when it comes to like a bilingual aspect, she'll help me out because Blanca's fluent in Spanish, being from Colombia. And I'm from Michigan and, and I'm just learning so.
0: fluent in English. <laughs> <laughs> and uh,
1: so, so but but for Blanca, it's a lot of like parenting based, um, you know, transitional moments in our day, like trying to get the kids to brush their teeth. Um, she'll just start breaking out into song in yeah. the bathroom. And then I'll be like, Hey, that's a good melody. And <laughs> yeah, uh, for, for me
0: opposite, it, it's like, it comes with being with either my kids or with students or in a concert with uh, families. It, it, the ideas just kind of pop out. <laughs>
1: it, it's surprising for me. Cause like I come from the jazz world but she's, in a way, a lot more improvisatory. She comes from a classical training, but she constantly is throwing curveballs live in front of our audiences, and and I have to stand my toes to keep up with her because <laughs> she's got all sorts of great, quirky, <laughs> weird ideas that just kind of pop out. So, yeah.
2: <laughs> that's awesome. I think that's something that's so cool about this album and about bilingual music for kids in general. Um, but specifically with you guys, it's so cool that you, you have someone who is fluent and knows their stuff. And then you've got someone who's learning. Cause when it comes to kids listening, often they're, they're learning, um, at least one of the languages that they're listening to through the music. So it's so cool that you've got two perspectives in the music. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. She teaches me live in front of people, and I do my best, and
0: it, and that helps also because then he's like, "That's too many words," or "That's like I can't say that," or you know. So so it helps to um, hone it down into um, more accessible uh, exploration.
1: Yeah, she'll be right. she'll be going on like rapping in Spanish, and I'll say, "Well, I look at the faces and I'm like." Uh, I don't know how many people are getting this right now. So I'll say, well, well, let's slow it down. Break it down for me. What are you saying? What does this mean? (laughs) Um, But my Spanish is coming along. We just got back actually from a 17-day trip to Colombia, which was uh, with the family, which is a a life-changing adventure. It's a beautiful country, uh, amazing food, amazing people.
0: And it was really cool because we got to play one concert there in a very um, remote town in the, in the mountains, um, with a very, um, I would say lower income, like farmers that, you know, don't have a lot of access to concerts or, um, events with their kids. And we got to play for them. And they of course, their first language is Spanish, but we got to sing for them songs of our own that explore English as well. And they were just so, it was so exciting to see the other side of the coin and to be a part of like oh, we're all singing in Spanish and all of our Spanish songs, they were singing as if they knew. And then the English, they were like trying to absorb and trying to to take in. So it's really amazing the children's music world that how much growth and learning happens through music
2: yeah that's that's incredible that it goes both ways
1: <laughs> for sure and yeah we just were taken aback by this whole experience because we we're mostly playing for adults before this but it turns out that families like either kids alone or kids with their caretakers are a really great audience um the energy is awesome they're very attentive. They're very, they, they get right into it. They get involved with you. They, they start singing and playing and dancing around and um, turns out it's a lot more fun than we both thought it would be. We, we love it. Now we fell
2: in love. <laughs> it sounds like it. You've mentioned that you both had projects before this. You both had extensive careers of over 20 years. Looking into you guys, I was like, this is incredible. Blanca, <laughs> you have a Master of Music degree from the Juilliard School. That's that's correct, right? Yes. Amazing.
0: <laughs> it was a lot of work.
2: Um, and you've performed as a soloist with orchestras in New York and Philadelphia. I was reading about you. I was like, oh my goodness, that is crazy. <laughs> um, so when you got your master's and began your very full career, did you ever think that it would lead to something like musicita
0: never never i mean so i basically spent all of my training years and then all of my early professional career um i, I, I guess it's still early because i'm fairly young i'm in my 30s i always focused on playing violin and i was classically trained and it was always very focused there was you know competitions and practice and auditions and um You're familiar. We were reading about you. You you know, like there's all these um, very focused things that you have to do. So I always played violin and I never thought I would be singing or that I would be writing music uh, or improvising. And it's just, yeah, I never would have imagined.
2: Yeah, that's on a... Different level, but similar level. I, I think that that's why I find it so inspiring is I, I'm i in Los Angeles, got a full degree in acting. But now I'm fully immersed in the kids entertainment world and songwriting and radio and things like that, which is yeah. when I was studying Shakespeare, I did not <laughs> ever think that I was going to be making stuff specifically for kids. So it's really inspiring to hear how you've how you've shifted what you've learned into this new project.
0: Oh, it's so exciting and so invigorating and gratifying and you feel like yeah, you know what I mean like you feel like you're really connecting and you have so much to give to these souls <laughs> I, would say, I would say
1: the other thing that we're not doing is we're not s- dumbing down what we already knew how to do but we're, we're using it to the fullest of our ability so Blanca's playing the violin playing her heart out all the time and um, sounding amazing on this music and I get to play the piano all the time every day and uh, for, for these kids. And so, you know, w- we really believe that kids are ready to hear any kind of music. We'll, we'll throw Debussy at them or Bach <laughs> uh, or something original that they've never heard. Or
0: Charlie Parker or, or the Beatles. Or, or
1: the wheels on the bus, whatever. But they're just, they're open to everything. Or we'll just do like a free improvisation. The, the concept of kids only being ready for, you know, the Hokey Pokey is, is uh, that's an adult.
2: Yeah. <laughs> kids are so much more open-minded. It's true. Yeah, no, that's that's always my tell of kids' music. When when I'm sent new kids' music, um, I'm always sort of, I've got an ear out for someone's heart and soul in it. Whether it's sincere or it's silly, as long as someone is actually really putting their full energy and abilities in into it that's totally what makes the difference of a great kids album that's and that's totally why i had you on the show is i was like oh this is a brand new project new album and i listened to it i was blown away by the production and just the heart that's in it
0: Thanks. thank you trevor Thanks.
2: of course <laughs>
0: um yeah yeah
1: we didn't have a lot of time in the studio to execute what we wanted to do but we we have been performing the music for two years and then we did like a, a fundraiser and got the funds together to make it happen. And then we had the the joyful experience of being able to call some of our favorite players in the world because we have been in the scene for a while, in the professional music scene, we have all these amazing contacts. So we were able to call mm-hmm. these really spectacular horn players and string players and-
0: Yeah, super uh, inspiring.
1: The drummer and bass player, they're all like some of our favorite musicians. And you know, and it was so
0: cool too because they were, you know, so ready. They did not, um, um, you know, lower or dumb it down, as Jesse said, for you think kids' music, so keep it simple or easy. They were like ready and also super excited to like connect with children. We had a couple of concerts. With the drummer Matthias Kunsley and the bassist um, Rashan Rashan Carter, and they played two concerts with us before we went into the studio of the full album, and they were just so incredible playing like their full skill set, and just giving it all their passion and the kids and the parents, it was just so cool to see and to share
1: we typically play as a duet Mm -hmm. so it's really fun to get these opportunities to to bring some of our friends on stage with us and we hope to like through launching this album to be able to do that a lot more Um, maybe take it on the road we need to find a nanny for our kids and we'll homeschool them and (laughs) go travel the world and play our show
2: (laughs) yeah i mean i think the world would be a better place for it so make it happen please Okay, we'll
0: work on it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. Now I've talked about Blanca's career. Jesse, how can I not mention postmodern jukebox? You're the music director. You've toured all over the world with them. I myself am a huge Tim Kubart fan. Yeah. <laughs> His work as tambourine guy is, is yeah. mind blowing. Yep. So what is your favorite postmodern jukebox memory?
1: Oh boy, I have so many. Um
2: <sighs> we've got time.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, anytime I get to be on stage with Casey Abrams is is a dream come true. Mm-hmm. Um, and he he's a special character. He, he plays the bass and he sings um, beautifully. And he also plays like fifteen other instruments. Um, but every memory I have with Casey is is wonderful, including every time we do "Sweet Child of Mine." I love that one with him. You never know what he's going to do and he gets the audience going. He does a lot of what we're doing with Muzikita now, but a lot of audience participation and a lot of uh, getting them singing, getting them acting silly, uh, taking risks, you know, jumping off the microphone, running through the audience. Mm-hmm. And I, I learned a lot from him because um, I was a little bit more introverted as a player. I'd like to just kind of sit at the piano and get into the, the musical world and forget about the audience. And I, I mentioned that on my first tour when I was in the UK, I said, yeah, I just like to sit down and get right into the zone and and kind of let the audience go. He goes, really? I love connecting with them. I love looking at them. I love experiencing them. And he, he really changed my life and opened up my my heart to the, uh, the performance world and kind of gave me permission to be a bigger version of myself and to embrace the audience and let go of my yeah my inhibitions in as a performer um so i learned a lot about being on stage and performing for people with him um let me see who else there's gunhild carling I've done a lot of performing with her in the context of postmodern jukebox, but also with her family band. She plays with her two kids and she plays easily over 20 instruments. So on any given night with her, she's uh, the Swedish force of nature. She'll play three trumpets at the same time or like play trumpet, balancing the trumpet on her mouth while playing the upright bass or tap dancing, or she plays the heck out of the trombone. Um, she plays um, recorder solos and let's see what else she plays uh, bagpipes <laughs> <You know? laughs> so um, yeah every experience with her is is memorable you know and just traveling and getting to see the world and you know playing seven shows straight and being in front of a sold out house in Turkey somewhere and being so tired that you can hardly form a coherent sentence and having to go out and play in front of 3000 people, uh, all sorts of bizarre experiences and, and just beautiful experiences. And every time I go with a cast on the road and you, you live on the tour bus together, uh, they become like family and everybody's so good at what they do. That is, it's an inspiring adventure. And yeah, Tim Kubart's great. I love him. <laughs> he, he, he jokes around about it. So, so often I was in Moscow with him and he's like, They flew me all the way over to Moscow to play the tambourine. (laughs) In what other world is this possible?
2: (laughs) It's so true. Um, You've mentioned so many incredible artists. I want to ask both of you, when it came to creating Musiquita, what were some of your biggest inspirations?
1: Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Yeah, everything we've ever done. So (laughs) so, um, everybody that I've been inspired by in the jazz scene, And then a lot of our favorite classical composers. We have some string quartet stuff on this album that is inspired by Tchaikovsky and also Mary Poppins. Um, (laughs) uh, And then, like, some funk stuff that's inspired uh, by Stevie Wonder. Um, And then a lot of, like, Frank Zappa vibes and. And a lot of like Latin influences. Um, I don't know. What, what What do you think?
0: Yeah, thinking more in the direction of family music. Um, we, I have since becoming a mom with our six year old. I like I dove in into finding a lot of um, children's music that was being made today, and I found um, this amazing project from Colombia that is called Canto Alegre, mm. and it means happy song. Um, and they just, they've been around for like decades and they just do, I'm definitely inspired by their, their messages are like not only positive, but they're also very real and very heartfelt. Um, and so their songs, like they have so many songs and so many albums out, but they're, they're, they definitely inspired me to sing to my kids in a very, um, honest way like for example, it's really hard to sleep at night but we need to you know or uh, just to give it all. So canto Alegre was definitely a huge inspiration. And then of course Rafi has been a huge inspiration and a huge model and role model. Baby Beluga like I I never heard it growing up because I grew up in Colombia. Uh, but I heard it for the first time as a mom and I was just like, oh my goodness. This is incredible. I mean, just so beautiful and uplifting. Oh, and there's this amazing um, singer-songwriter who's called Marta Gomez. She, for example, has collections of um, traditional Latin American songs uh, for kids. Um, And one of her albums, we actually have used a ton with our second born, our baby, who is now two. They're called uh, Canciones de Luna which means uh, Songs of the Moon. Mm. And they're, you know, like these beautiful lullabies from all over Latin America. But she's just got this amazing, beautiful, lulling voice that is just raw and real and just gorgeous and... Marta Gomez is her name.
2: That sounds beautiful.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: I would say also we're very inspired by nature. We have a lot of nature themes. We talk about the wind. We talk about the rain. We're constantly bringing up the elements with the kids. And we're frequently performing outside. So nature is a big theme and also movement. We like to get the kids moving and singing. And our one of our big goals with this album is can we create a world that is inclusive of the listener and gets them activated something that gets them thinking and singing and moving so that was a big goal and that's why we do a lot of narration and uh, a lot of different tempos and and time signatures and things that get people thinking and moving and singing um, in different ways Uh, because that's what we do in our classes and that's what we do in our shows so We wanted to make sure the album was reflective of that. And even if they can't be in the same room with us, they can listen and get that same kind of energy and engagement happening, whether they're like at home or sitting in the car or or whatever
2: very nice well the new album is out everywhere this is airing when the album is out on the saturday um so listeners <laughs> definitely check out the new album um i highly recommend it it's very beautiful what can we expect next from you
1: well we the hardest part of making this album was figuring out which tunes to cut because we have a couple more albums of original music ready like <laughs> ready to go good And uh, we also want to do covers Like We'd like to do a full album of children's music in Spanish And also a full album in English We have a lot of ideas And we're going to make a lot more videos too The the YouTube thing is um, a really fun project for us So we'll keep that going And yeah, we look forward to the next album for sure
0: (laughs) So more music is coming And videos And our dream really is to go play concerts and be a part of families and communities that have, that are raising children and um, connecting with them.
2: Well, for our listeners that want to check out your music, where's the best places to do it?
1: All the streaming platforms. We're not there yet, but, oh, we will be on the Saturday that this airs. Hi, we're here. (laughs) Check out, you know, your (laughs) streaming platform. We're there now. Um, And uh, YouTube. YouTube. And uh, muzaquita.nyc has links to everything.
2: Amazing. Well, here at the Goober Hour, I always like to stand out by asking a question that you have definitely never been asked in an interview before.
1: <laughs> oh, boy. All and right.
2: this question was picked out earlier. And I feel like it's actually perfect for this interview because um, you were talking about how you're inspired by nature. Our Goober exclusive question is, what is both of your personal favorite kind of weather? <gasps>
1: you want to go first? Sure.
0: Okay. I, mm, one, I have to pick one.
2: Yeah, Your top, your top oh, choice. The yeah, top. top
0: the top. I like it sunny and hot.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, she can get into hot weather more than I can. Um, I like, okay, I like that funky kind of weather where you look up at the sky and you can't tell if it's about to pour or if the sun's going to... Ch- Shine brightly, like you just can't figure it out. The, this weird in between, um, like twilight zone weather wise, where it's like <laughs> the it warm is it cold? Is there going to be a hurricane? Or you know, <laughs> that and the sky looks like magic, it's almost mm. like the golden hour. You know, it's hard to describe, but it's that in between phase that you get sometimes right before a storm.
0: <laughs> what about yours? What is yours?
2: Probably when it's just pouring, and that seems oh. silly, but. I have a lot. I love to write music about rain and I didn't really know why. Like I would write a lot of songs about being super content in the rain. I loved singing in the rain growing up. Maybe that's part of it.
1: Love that too.
2: But I think at at some point I was like, I keep writing songs about loving rain. I think I must love it. (laughs) I think it's when it's so it's pouring so much that most people are inside. Um, I think that there's sort of this community feeling of we're all going through this giant, storm um yeah, i think sure. it's kind of it's kind of it's kind of beautiful like i love running yeah. by people on the sidewalk i'm from vancouver canada so i'm very yeah. used to the rain yeah. and um i think when it pours there's something very communal about it we're all experiencing it together so maybe yeah. that's why I like it. we
1: had a funny moment in the rain the other day i forget when but with our with our kids and it was just pouring so torrentially as we're walking down down the boulevard That like all you can do is laugh <laughs> you know, we didn't have umbrellas And all four of us were just laughing <laughs> Like laughing until you cry It's yeah the rain is really special Our, We have one song on the album Me gusta la juvia Which is just It's a pro rain song It's just to get kids excited about what can we do in the rain? We can jump in puddles, you know, we can open our mouths and have a <laughs> whatever. It's, it's just a f- song celebrating the rain. We love it. The plants love it. The trees love it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and all of our listeners will love your album, Muzikita. <laughs> Definitely go check it out. Thank you again Thank you. so much for joining us, guys.
0: Gracias Trevor Thank you (laughs) It's a
2: pleasure meeting you We'll come back On the show anytime
1: Thank you Have a great day
0: (laughs) Okay Chicas y chicos Toda la gente Vamos a jugar